Welcome to Season 3 of the Baby Names Podcast, naming the world one baby at a time. Here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're sisters too. We are for a little longer than babynames.com. Oh, I thought you were going to say for a little longer. (laughs) (laughs) No, I divorced you. I divorced you. (laughs) Okay, so our first segment is interesting names we found since the last episode. And I have to talk about all the spammer names. They just get generated by syllables or random words. And honestly, it just makes my day. There was Schnurra Domfo Lacka Wacka and Prince Aru Telephone Dan Horse Pocket. You're making that up. No, I swear. At first, I was hesitant to mention it on the show because would it just encourage them? But, but they probably don't listen. But the one we got this week was Bull Story Idiophonic. And of course, <laughs> <laughs> there are princes and kings of Lacka Wacka that want you to inherit their millions of dollars so they can go into hiding in a cave and Schnurra. And again, thank you for the belly laughs, but seriously, folks, there are exponentially more scams being launched in this time because we're all scared and vulnerable. So don't click on any links and strange emails and for sure, don't give out any personal information to anyone you don't know. And you know what? Come to think of it, that makes me think about how there are all those like quote unquote quizzes on Facebook or online and you're giving them your birthday and your you know any personal information and you know if you think about it not that good idea because sometimes they are the passwords or they are their security questions yeah like what's the first concert you ever went to right put it in the notes it's like that's a security question what car did you drive (laughs) So be careful, guys. Absolutely. Anyway, I have four names that hit my radar this week. Julin is a Chinese Ooh. name that I think has total crossover possibility. That's pretty. Is it male or female? Female. Or don't you know? Oh, cool. Julin. Yeah. Julin or Julin. I call her Julin. Anyway, then there's Stella, which I think is adorable. Stella. Mac is a fun boy's name, and I knew a girl named Ariel in high school, and I think that's beautiful. It's also a book by Sylvia Plath. And a mermaid. Yeah. Ariel is a Hebrew name and was one of those names that originated as a male name and crossed over in Western cultures. Probably because of the E-L ending, it sounded like the French E-L-L-E, which meant girl or female. Yeah, and it means lion of God. I like that. And now our topic of the week, names from fashion. Linda, where's my Naomi? She's fierce. Christy, boxy lady. Out of sight. Cindy, I can feel it. Claudia, set on the cover. Nikki, work that runway, sweetie. Fashion is defined as a prevailing style during a particular time. And it most often refers to dress and clothing, but can also be applied to accessories, pop culture, what's in fashion or out of fashion. But in our case, we're going to concentrate on icons of fashion and personal accoutrements. How do you like that word? Oh, very fancy. Well, my favorite designers are Chanel, Louboutin, 
Jimmy Choo and Prada. Too bad I can't afford them. However, as far as designers I can afford, I like Eileen Fisher, Ted Baker, and the late Kate Spade. Well, we're pretty opposite when it comes to fashion because I shop and dress primarily from thrift stores. But you can get some designer clothes there. Oh, absolutely. When it comes time to dress up, I like the classic style like Chanel and Dior, for example, like Grace Kelly or Princess Diana. Oh my God, ooh la la. Fashion trends were historically set by those in aristocracy, those with money or who are in power. For example, Marie Antoinette, an Austrian, was not readily accepted by the French people, so she required that her dressmakers made her clothing as opulent and French as possible so the people would see her as French and would feel a kinship. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> no, they pretty much just said... Oh. but like today celebrities have a big influence on fashion and they can make or break a brand we're going to go over some iconic designers brands models and others who have made a name in the fashion industry so back to queen marie her designer was marie jean rose berton who was originally a french milliner that's a hat maker But because of her work for the court of Versailles, she became super well-known across all of Paris and beyond, and is widely considered to be the first pop culture fashion designer. Now, women's fashion and women's rights have forever been intertwined, and what Marie-Jean purposefully did was make her gowns wide so that a woman would occupy at least three times as much space as her male companion, therefore making the woman impossible to ignore. Mm. Her fashion ideas spread in Europe and even to the early Americas, making France, and Paris particularly, the epicenter of haute couture. So let's review some names so far that could be used for babies. Marie and Antoinette and Marie-Jean, Versailles, couture, and, of course, Paris. You know what? Couture is a dumb name. I'm just saying, don't name your baby Couture. I think it, it was, yeah, okay. like naming your baby Lexus, but even worse. Okay. Anyway, as far as fashion and print, engravings go all the way back to the early 17th century. Fashion and catalogs were popular in the 19th century, but fashion magazines really took off in the early 20th century when they started including photographs. I'd like to suggest the illustrator designer name Erte as a fashion baby name. Erte was a pseudonym. He was born Roman Petrovich Turtoff. He sometimes went by the Frenchified version Romain de Turtoff. The name Erte was the phonetic pronunciation of his initials. Arte. Erte. <laughs> Ooh, Erte. <laughs> Interesting. Paul Poiret was an early 20th century designer who introduced designs that did not include a petticoat or a corset, taking some of the painful restriction out of women's fashion. That went over really big, as you can imagine. So I recommend Poiret. Other early designers include Jean Lanvin and Jean Poitou. Lots of Jean and Jean. I wear Jean Petit's perfume called 1000. That's one of my big designer splurges. He also made Joy, which was considered to be one of the most popular scents of all time, even beating Chanel Number no. 5. Joy was made as a reaction to the stock market crash of 1929. 
So as I wouldn't recommend 1,000 or patu, which sounds like spitting, you could definitely use joy. All right. Well, the 1930s brought us Elsa Schiaparelli and Madeleine Vionnet. Both Elsa and Madeleine are popular baby names today. Is Elsa from Frozen or is that Ilsa? No, it's Elsa. And I think it's now going to be out of vogue because of Frozen. Why is it out of vogue? I thought everybody liked that. They did, but it's kind of like the guys from Twilight. Oh, okay. So so in, it's out? Yeah, so in, it's oh, out. Okay. Some more recent designer names that you might recognize would be Thierry Hermé, who began his career selling handmade printed silk square scarves in the early 1930s. There's also Nina Ricci, Anne Klein, Christian Dior, Pierre Cardin, Yves Saint Laurent, Emmanuel Ungaro, Paco Rabanne, Cristobal Balenciaga, Hubert de Givenchy, did I say that right? Givenchy, mm-hmm. Oleg Cassini, Valentino, Armani, and Cerruti. Now, the great Hollywood designers include, of course, Edith Head, William Travilla, Jean Louis, Travis Banton, and of course, Cecil Beaton. In the 1970s in Western culture, The hippie movement brought more casual clothes to fashion. Designers started concentrating on leisure wear, sportswear, and what we now call streetwear. Everything from Laura Ashley and Gunny Sacks popularizing the peasant prairie look to Vivian Westwood, who brought punk and new wave fashions into the mainstream. Then came Doc Martens, Betsy Johnson, Ed Hardy, and FUBU. Vivienne is a popular name. Uh, FUBU, the brand created by Damon John, is an acronym for For Us, By Us, referring to the African-American hip-hop culture. Not sure FUBU would be a great baby name, but you could use the names Damon or Damon John to honor the founder. So we can't possibly list all designers, but my faves and recommendations for baby names from the big list on Wikipedia would be Giorgio or Armani. Armani literally means son or kin of Armand, which it means army man. Fendi for Adele and Eduardo Fendi. The verb fendere means to split. So this might have been an occupational surname for wood splitters. It's not very clear. Prada, founded in 1913 by Mario Prada. I also love the name Mario, but I think it's identified mostly with the video game nowadays. It's me, Mario. (laughs) Okay. Vionnet, V-I-O-N-N-E-T for Madeleine Vionnet, French designer, as we talked about. Cavalli for Roberto means literally means horses and would be an occupational surname. Stella, meaning star. Vera for Wang. My grandcat is named Vera, and it means truth. Carolina for Herrera. Those are my recommendations. La Croix, darling, La Croix. That's what I'll start with from the designer Christian La Croix. La Croix is a French surname for someone who lived near a cross in the road or of or relating to the cross of Christ. Hmm. Chanel for Coco. I don't like Coco as a name because it sounds like a poodle. Her original name was Gabrielle Bonheur. The surname Chanel means pipe or channel and has been used as a first name in the U.S. I was going to say Hugo Boss, but with further research, I found out that in his early career, Boss produced and sold uniforms for Nazis and Hitler Youth. 
So forget Hugo. Forget Hugo. I like shoes. 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 Did you ever see that video? I did not see that video. Shoes. <laughs> means nothing to me. Shoes. Except for her. I'm going to send it to you. All right. So Jimmy Choo and Christian Louboutin, for sure. The Louboutin brand is synonymous with high-end luxury shoes. You'd name a child Louboutin? Maybe a middle name or Lou. I, okay. I try just... As a lark, I tried on a pair of Christian Louboutins, and my foot was so wide for these tiny little shoes that I couldn't even take a step, even though it was size 11. And how much were they in the thousands? Oh my God, yeah, something like $1,200. Like I could ever do that. I know. How about James Choo, if you like Jimmy Choo? I don't know. Anyway, now on to some beauty brands. Estee Lauder. Estee is pretty. Yeah, it is. Her real name was Josephine Esther Menzer. Ah. When she was born in 1906, her parents wanted to name her S-D-E-S-Z-T-I after her mother's favorite Hungarian aunt. But they decided to keep the name Josephine and made Estee her nickname, which she kept as her brand. And you can't forget Max Factor is one of the biggest brands in beauty. Its founder was a Polish beautician and entrepreneur. Maximilian Faktorowicz. Oh, yeah, that's not so hard if you think about it. His, he first Americanized his name to Max Factor when he sold his first products at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. I think that was a good choice. Yeah, and Maximilian, which is a great name here, was spelled M-A-K-S-Y-M-I-L-I-A-N. I'm not a fan of that. Maybelline was named after the sister of founder Thomas Lyle Williams when he noticed his sister Mabel was using a combination of Vaseline and coal to darken her lashes. It was first called Lash Browing. That's very literal. And I think Maybelline was a much better choice. Maybelline Moss. I think that would make a cute baby name. That is a cute baby name. And I would just like to say, you know, I'm talking all about expensive things, but Maybelline is my lash lengthener of choice. Maybe it's Maybelline. Anyway, let's talk about some (laughs) iconic fashion models because you can't have fashion without the models. So when fashion magazines first took hold in the U.S., most models actually remained nameless. But in the latter part of the 1940s, some models became more well-known, and the first three supermodels were considered to be Barbara Golan, Bettina Graziani, and Lisa Fonsa Greaves. I like the name Bettina. I like Bettina, too. Yeah. One of the most popular models during the 1940s was Jinx Falkenberg, who was paid $25 an hour, a huge amount at the time. Please don't name your child Jinx, though. Her real name was Eugenia Lincoln Falkenberg, and her mother gave her the nickname Jinx, thinking it would bring her good luck. That doesn't make sense. But it's interesting that she had Lincoln as a middle name, because that would have been very unusual for that time, but popular now. And researching it, Jinx Eugenia was named after her father, Eugene Lincoln. Aha. 
The 60s brought us Gene Shrimpton and Leslie Hornby, also known as Twiggy, who popularized the pixie, very thin body type that dominated the next couple of decades and many eating disorders. Yeah, unfortunately. But the 70s to 90s is when supermodels exploded. Well, not literally. (laughs) (laughs) Christy Brinkley, Cindy Crawford, Christy Turlington, Stephanie Seymour, Giselle Bündchen, Claudia Schiffer, Elizabeth, I am the Queen of England, Hurley, and, of course, Heidi Klum. And starting with the civil rights movement in the 60s and 70s and moving toward the late 20th century, brands started to embrace models of color, making way for women like Beverly Johnson, the first African-American to be on the cover of the U.S. Vogue, Iman, Grace Jones, and America's next top model mogul, Tyra Banks. Woo-hoo. I love the look of Linda Evangelista, who said she doesn't get out of bed for anything less than $10,000. It's probably more like 100000 now. Wait. I don't get into bed for anything more than $10,000. Okay. You know, she had some great quotes. She also said, it was God who made me so beautiful. If I weren't, then I'd be a teacher. Hmm. (laughs) And I can do anything you want me to do so long as I don't have to speak. Okay. We did forget to mention... Kate Moss, no relation, and like Twiggy, she was known for her heroin-chic thinness and popularizing the size zero. And back to fashion and the women's movement for a second, the whole thinness movement, many feminists believe it's to basically make a woman weak disappear and to literally be a zero. Mm. There is a contingent of people who are born with a thin body type, But by making it a standard, the majority of those who don't have those genes were starving themselves to fit the ideal, which is horrible. Yeah, my pinky is a size zero. Okay. (laughs) And that's why models like Ashley Graham are so important in the industry. Some other contemporary models include Adriana Lima, Bella Hadid, Cara Delevingne, and Dutzen Kroos. Dutzen is a Frisian name, meaning little dove. The Frisians are an ethnic group indigenous to the Netherlands coast and parts of northwestern Germany. I like Dutzen. It's a very cool name. Now, looking at Vogue's top models for spring 2020, we do have a variety of cultures. There is Ajok, A-J-O-K, model from Sudan. Model, M-A-D-E-L, not M-O-D-E-L. Barrett Heitman from Germany, and I have a friend named Barrett, B-E-R-I-T, and I've always loved that name. It's Scandinavian, meaning exalted or lofty. There's Malika El Masluhi from Morocco. Crini Hernandez from Mexico. Crini, K-R-I-N-I, I like. Yeah. American Kyla Ramsey. I like Kyla, K-Y-L-A. Lise Laurent from France, Micah Schneider, who is French-Japanese, Ning Jinye from China, and Sasha Quenby from the UK, and Jorgelis Marte from the Dominican Republic. So that's a rainbow of ethnicities in there. Some iconic male models include Tyson Beckford, Tyson Ballou. Apparently, Tyson is a model name. Mm-hmm. Evandro Soldate, Mark Vanderloo, Godfrey Gao, 
David Gandy, Lucky Blue Smith. That's a great name, Lucky Blue Smith. That's so American. And Spain's John Cotajarena, Brazil's Marlon Teixeira. I think it's Teixeira. Okay, you say Teixeira, I say Teixeira. I like the tall, dark, and swirly dudes like ANTM winner Niall DeMarco, who is one of the first differently abled supermodels. And that's N-Y-L-E. Yeah, and you have to see mature model Eric Rutherford. He's hot. We can't forget the fictional Derek Zoolander. What? Don't name your baby Zoolander, but maybe your dog or cat. That would be cool. Actors who started as models include Kellen Lutz and Robert Pattinson of Twilight fame, Josh Demel, Ashton Kutcher rhymes with butcher, so we were both wrong in that episode where we were saying, is it Kutcher or Kutcher? It's Kutcher, because I looked it up. All right. Ashton helped popularize all the Ash names for boys, and Channing Tatum, of Wow, course. wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kellen Lutz, he was in uh, Twilight? Who did he play? One of the vampire brothers. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I think Emmett. Oh, okay. Also, Catherine Heigl, Jennifer Lawrence, Cameron Diaz, and Charlize Theron. I love the name Charlize. Yeah, me too. And Jayla is one of my favorite actresses. Okay, time to pick out some great model names that we think would make great baby names. You start. Alrighty. Well... I like Iman and oh my gosh, Abdul Mahid, born Zara. Ooh, I like Zara. Muhammad Abu Abdul Majid. Got it right the first time. Abu Majid. Iman means faith in Arabic. I also like the name Graham, and of course that's Ashley Graham. Thanks for Tyra. I guess I'm going with all last names because I like Brinkley too. Yeah, and Christy Brinkley has a daughter named Sailor. I don't know if that's applicable, but it's interesting. For me, I think it would be Channing. Uh, That started as an English surname for families from Cannes in the UK. Giselle is a gorgeous name, which means pledge. Varushka, Evangelista for Linda. Hutton for Lauren. Natalia for Natalia Vodianova. And, of course, Niall is just a beautiful, plain, simple name. But it's a great alternative to Niles, which sounds just a little dweeby. And finally, there wouldn't be fashion without the fashion mags. Some baby names you can use from fashion magazines would include Vogue, El Grazia. Well, I like that. Flair, Essence, Verve. I was a photographer in the fashion industry for over 10 years, and I found it to be extremely exploitive to women, and the models particularly. I eventually left because of that. I also didn't like how women were portrayed in fashion advertising, and I wrote a blog post about that, which kind of went viral. It was picked up by Ms. Magazine, The Feminine Collective, and the BBC, and I'll link to it in the show notes. It's called As Subtle as the Pose. But the industry is getting better, more inclusive in terms of diversity, differently abled people, and body type. Definitely, but there's still a long way to go to break the stereotypes. Anyway, there you have it. Names from fashion. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. Oh, Oh, I forgot my (laughs) doo-doos. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. (laughs) 
As you may remember, we reported last May that Amy Schumer gave birth to a son named Jean Attell Fisher. Well, apparently she got tons of feedback about the name on social. People thinking the name was raunchy like her stand-up. At first I didn't see it, but then I read that they thought Jean Attell was supposed to be genital, a joke on the kid. Oh, genital. <laughs> That's bad. Amy and, yeah, it is. Amy and husband Chris used the name Attell to honor Amy's good friend and fellow comedian, Dave Attell. They have since announced that, yes, it was a mistake, and they've changed Jean's middle name to David. That way they can still honor their friend. Interesting. Hmm. I don't think we've ever had a story about a celebrity changing a baby name. No, I haven't heard of that ever. Huh. Singer Ciara and her husband Russell Wilson announced in January that they were expecting a third child together. In a cute video with their two kids, they popped a gender poppy thingy and it came out blue. Little baby boy will join older siblings Sienna Princess and Ciara's son, future Zahir. Actor Joshua Jackson, star of Little Fires Everywhere, and his wife, actress-model Jodie Turner-Smith, have announced the arrival of their first child together, a baby girl. Josh and Jodie tend to keep their private lives private, so it's unclear whether they will reveal the baby girl's name. Hmm. I think it should be a J name. Well, yeah. Jennifer. Let's just say it's Jennifer. Singer and teen heartthrob Aaron Carter announced in an Instagram Live that he is expecting his first child with girlfriend Melanie Martin. He showed a positive pregnancy test on the video and said, obviously, I have a baby on the way. I, Aaron, he told People magazine that they were trying for the child and that he is ready to be a dad. What is the I, Aaron thing? He says, I have a baby on the way. Oh, I, Aaron. Okay. I, Aaron. All right. Richard Gere has welcomed his... How old is Richard Gere? I know. He's like 420, still having babies. (laughs) All right. I mean, he's older than me, and I'm 419. So Richard Gere has welcomed his third child, his second with his wife, Alejandra. No further information was revealed, but sources say it's a boy. The baby comes just 14 months after the couple welcomed their first child together, a boy named Alexander. Baby will join Alexander and siblings Alejandra's son, Albert, who's six, and Richard's son, Homer, who's 20. Homer. You know, I'm going to say this again. (laughs) 20 years ago, there was still The Simpsons, so I just don't understand Homer. Okay. Olympic soccer champion Hope Solo announced the arrival of twins, one boy and one girl, with husband Jeremy Stevens. They named their son Vittorio Genghis Stevens and their daughter Lozen Oriana Judith Stevens. Vittorio is an Italian name that means conqueror or winner. Genghis is likely a reference to Genghis Khan, the Mongolian emperor of the 13th century, whose name is said to mean universal ruler. And Lozen was the sister of an Apache chief who fought the U.S. government from encroaching on their lands in the late 1800s. According to native-languages.org, Lozen is a nickname that means one who has stolen horses in a raid. Oriana is a name of Latin origin, meaning golden. Judith, of course, is a Hebrew name that means praise. 
Okay, well, actor Chris Pratt, known for his roles on TV and the big screen, and his wife Katherine Schwarzenegger, daughter of actor and former governor of California, Arnold, are expecting their first child together. The baby will be Katherine's first child. Chris has one son, seven-year-old Jack, with ex-wife Anna Ferris. And now it's time for our Q&A segment where we take questions from you, our listeners. I'll take the first one. Hello, ladies. I hope this email finds you well. My daughter, who's 10, and I have been doing some genealogy and name research lately since we have some spare time on our hands, and she has been discouraged to not find her name, spelling, meaning, or pronunciation anywhere. So we are writing to make a suggestion for you. If you find it a relevant addition to your baby name's website, her name is Amalia. A-M-A-L-I-E-A. We got the name from the French film Amelie and added the A. What do you think? Thank you for your time and consideration, Olivia O. Well, first of all, I loved the movie Amelie. Amelia is pretty. I would probably not do the I in it um, to make it easier to spell. So I would do A-M-A-L-E-A. Anyway, you got it. We'll put it in the database and just make it the name Amelie as a definition. Yeah, it's so pretty. And I agree with you this time, Mel. I think the I is a little superfluous. It's A-M-A-L-I-E-A. So even A-M-A-L-E-A-H, like the name Leah, like how she spelled out the pronunciation, would have been a little easier but it's pretty. It just kind of looks like Amalia. <laughs> Amalia. <laughs> I don't tell the truth. Amalia. I tell you, Amalia. Amalia. <laughs> I'd hate for her to go into Starbucks. But <laughs> Amalia is beautiful name, and so thank you for your addition to our database. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, we're not making fun of your name. It's really beautiful. No, because it's not pronounced Amalia. <laughs> Right. Hi, Mallory and Jennifer. I love the podcast and it's the perfect activity for the quarantine. It's fun, informative, and gets my mind off everything going on in the world. So please keep it up. Yay. Here's, yeah, I know. Here's my question. I love names that are also words. I think people call them dictionary names. <laughs> my first two children are Snow Alexandra, female, and Crew, C-R-E-W, Ryan, boy. Now we're expecting a third, and we want to stay with the naming convention, but not sure what to choose. We're not going to find out the gender, so we need to be prepared for either. Can you help us with some names? Thanks, Jillian Abrams. You can say my last name on air. Well, the one thing I noticed was that there's also a second naming convention in there, names that end in W, because she has snow and crew. So if you wanted to stick with that, you could use Willow, Shadow, Sparrow, Arrow, or Stew, as in Stuart. If you don't care about that, I would suggest something like Miles, with an M, Bridge, or Venture, and Felicity, Ember, or Cadence for a girl. And here's a dictionary name that a user suggested we add to the site, Breeze. What do you think about that, Mal? Um, I don't know. Breeze sounds like a fart. <laughs> anyway, 
I can tell you I don't like stew. Well, I do like stew, but not for a name. If you eat the stew, you might have a breeze. <laughs> Exactamundo. Anyway, Shadow is cute, but sounds like a cat. I don't like Venture, but I do like Meadow, like from The Sopranos. And that mm-hmm. fits the naming conventions. Oh, yeah. Or, or what about Lark, if you don't need the W at the end? And how about Chase, which is a noun or a verb, or Ridge, that's unique. For girls, maybe Autumn or Amber. I like alliterative names, and everyone knows that. Autumn Abrams and Amber Abrams, they sure sound like important people. They sound like fashionistas, by the way. Ooh, they do. Mm -hmm. So, you guys, in two weeks, we're going to talk about the newly released 2019 U.S. Social Security baby name list, which usually comes out the Friday before Mother's Day. So that following Tuesday, we will do a wrap up on that, give you our opinions on the top names of 2019 here in the U.S. And we'll talk about how it compares to what our users are putting on their favorite name lists, too. Absolutely. Should be a great episode. It's always one of our most popular of the year. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And join us in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash baby names podcast. Thanks for joining me, Mal. I love you. You betcha. Love you too. And we love our babies, Veronica and Miranda. Bye. Bye, Jen! Bye.